Welcome into the Map Truck Podcast here on Spotify and Spotify Podcast, Thursday, October 12, 2023. I am your hostess with mostess, Mackenzie Brooks, aka the Map Truck, aka your worst nightmare. Again, we are here live in Des Moines, Iowa on a wonderful Thursday afternoon. We talk sports. We talk anything that was left over in my fridge for the night before. Witty banter, whatever you like, we got it here on the pod. So let's hop into it. It's going to be a short show today. I'm going to do some NFL recap, some college recap, and breaking news from the UFC. Starting with the Dallas Cowboys. If anybody knows me, they know how much of a diehard Dallas Cowboy fan I am. If anybody else also knows me, they know how much I despise the San Francisco 49ers. However, I'm also a football player myself, and I cannot deny when I see great football being played. And that is exactly what the San Francisco 49ers did. They played a very sound game, and you can't take that from them. You can't try to sugarcoat it. They waxed Dallas 42 to 10. Uh, Lots of Dallas fans want to talk about Dallas's loss and blame it on Dak Prescott. While Dak Prescott was part of that loss, he wasn't the entire reason. Last I checked, Dak Prescott doesn't play defense. Dak Prescott also doesn't play special teams. He also doesn't play on the offensive line. Um, He doesn't play any other skills positions other than QB1. Nothing was going right for Dallas. Dak had one passing touchdown to Cavante Turbin, and that was the only touchdown they had. Um, kind of disappointing, kind of not surprising. Dallas is 3-2. and two. Um, Still a good winning record so far. We go into uh, Monday night on the 16th. Back in California against Justin Herbert and the Chargers, 7.15 p.m. That's the uh, nightcap for those of you who don't quite follow football. I am kind of just a little deflated with how up and down Dallas has become. Now we still have a lot of football left in the season and I'm hoping we can just work out those kinks and you know keep the keep the train moving. Hopefully we have a couple, you know, a couple more games where we have a couple wins stacked up then we maybe maybe we you know get a loss after a couple wins uh, we have to keep being able to spread those losses out um it's very hard to go undefeated uh, the complete entire season it has been done but not by the dallas cowboys though for a long time and that's neither here nor there overall dallas is still in a really good position um, the 49ers are not to be messed with at all um Especially when you have the likes of Brock Purdy behind the helms of the center, QB1. Christian McCaffrey, who's a Swiss Army knife. George Kittle, who's also a Swiss Army knife. You also have Debo Samuel and Nick Bosa on the defense. Like, I just, at this point, I don't see anybody that is stopping them. But again, any given game day, any team can fall and any team can rise. That's just how the game is played. Moving on, if you're a Denver Broncos fan, you're excited that you have one win, but you're looking for more. You're looking for another win to add to the win column. Uh, Tonight you play the Chiefs at 7.15 on Prime Video. If you're Russell Wilson, you're going into this game as you always should. 
very optimistic, very um, excited about the parts you have on your team. It's just now being able to put it all into perspective, put it all together and consistently put it all together for wins. That's what you're looking to do if you're Russell Wilson. If you are Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Kadarius Tony, you're looking to keep rolling. You're looking to get that, you know, get that next win after a little bit of struggle first for a smaller quadrant of the season. Um, Travis Kelsey's had some ailments, had a knee injury, had a foot injury this past game due to non-contact. Um, if you're Kadarius Tony, you're looking to stay consistent with your ball vision, your routes, making sure they're crisp, making sure Patrick Mahomes knows that you're open. And if you're Patrick Mahomes, you're continuing to do what you've always done, which is always play competitive ball. Um, I'm excited for this game tonight. Um, I'm always going to pull for the underdog. That's how I've been. That's how I'm always going to be. Um, I'm taking Denver by three. Uh, a little far-fetched, some of you may say, and that's okay. I'm totally fine with that. But I like to see the underdog pull through. Um, it's going to be a tough one, though, to watch happen. If you're a Lions fan, you're absolutely ecstatic right now. Coach Dan Campbell, Jared Goff, Samuel Porta, Amon Ross St. Brown, Jack Campbell, Aiden Hutchinson. You have parts that you've been looking for for a while, and everything is coming together, um, especially after the first game versus the Chiefs. And you beat them, and the Chiefs being the Super Bowl champions, you beat them. First game out the gate, NFL season 2023, you're ecstatic. You love to see the targets that Amon Ross St. Brown and especially Sam Laporte are getting. Nobody expected Sam Laporte to be as useful as a rookie tight end coming out of Iowa as he has been. I've had multiple people in sports chats and family members and friends tell me that Sam Laporte wasn't going to get that much action. I said, Dan Campbell needs a, a wide receiver other than Amon Ross St. Brown. You have Samuel Porter as that that second back or receiver, rather. He has produced so much that Jared Goff has made him his one A one B target. If you're Panthers, you're just looking for any glimpse of improvement. You snag Bryce Young out of Alabama, first round draft pick from this past draft. National Championship Heisman winner. He needs parts. He needs parts. That, that's all he needs is parts. He needs an O-line that's going to protect him. He needs veteranship receivers. And he just doesn't quite have that. He has Adam Thielen, but Adam Thielen's not going to be able to do it by himself. Adam Thielen's been doing this for a while. So we have to get Bryce Harper rather Bryce Young, excuse me, those parts around him in order to succeed. I think the Panthers are very close to getting to where they want to be and snagging that first win. It's just the consistency. The consistency has to stay together across the board. That's how you win games in general, rather, not just you know defensively, offensively, but consistency across the board for four full quarters is how you get the wins. Um, it doesn't matter if it's NFL or college, 
um, and moving on to college, we start with Arizona falling to UFC or USC rather in triple overtime, 41 to 43. Noah Fifta throws for 303 yards, five touchdowns and one interception. Caleb Williams, Heisman Trophy winner, is held to 219 passing yards and one touchdown. Everybody knows how high-powered Lincoln Riley's offenses are. That's not a hidden fact. He did it at OU for all those years. He produced Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts to an extent, Baker Mayfield, C.D. Lamb, Hollywood Brown, you know, Sam Bradford. You know, I could keep, <laughs> I could keep going. That's what Lincoln Riley does. And that's what he has been doing at USC. But for Noah Fifta to come in as a true freshman for Arizona and throw for 300 plus yards, throw for five touchdowns and one interception, and take Alex Grinch's defenses to triple overtime, says a lot about Noah Fifta, but it also says a lot about Alex Grinch and his defensive schemes or his defense in general, or lack thereof, as some people would like to say. You start to wonder what's going to have to change for USC to be taken more seriously. They're ranked number nine right now, I believe. Um, And I'm not quite convinced that USC is going to get it done. I think they're going to make a New Year's Six Bowl. I don't think they're going to make the CFP, though. Um... There's just a lot of untolds there. Your defense gives up 41 points to an unranked Pac-12 opponent. And that's not to take away anything from Arizona. That's just to say that Arizona came to play. Arizona came and gave y'all the work. Yes, USC ultimately won in the end. But if you're the high-caliber USC Trojan offense... You have to have a defense that matches that. And that's just, it's not been there. It has not been there. Anybody that watches the game, knows the game, plays the game, coaches the game, can tell you that USC's defense is just not there. Just not there. In reality, that game should have been a little bit further out. But as I stated, Arizona came to play. And they damn near won the game. They came to play. And like I've been preaching this entire cast... Any given game, any given Sunday, Saturday, Friday night, Thursday night, Monday night. Any team can rise to the occasion and any team can fall to the occasion. That's just how sports is done. Period. Consistency gets you progress. Progress gets you wins. That's how it's done. That's literally how winning is done. If you're an Iowa fan, you're excited that we're 5-1. and one. But if you're an Iowa fan, you're not excited about how we won the game. 20-14 to 14 over Purdue last weekend in Kinnick Stadium on homecoming weekend. Deacon Hill gets his first start as starting quarterback for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Cade McNamara again is out with a uh, torn ACL. He is coming back next season. But if you're Deacon Hill, you look to progress off of what you did last game. Um, 110 yards, one interception, one touchdown. Um, 
going back to his old school stopping grounds at Camp Revelstania in uh, Madison, Wisconsin versus the Badgers this weekend, 3 p.m. Uh, Camp Randall Stadium. Um, Iowa is a nine and a half point underdog, um, which kind of surprises me, but doesn't at the same time. Um, Iowa tends to fall to teams that they shouldn't or should have no problem keeping up with. So that doesn't surprise me. I'm personally taking Iowa by six. So it's going to be an interesting game. Um, Noah Shannon is back on my defensive roster. Um, I don't think he's on the depth chart for this game. They didn't state how long he had to wait until he could start playing. Um, If those of you who don't know, uh, Noah Shannon was taken off the team for a betting scandal um, and the NCAA um, reversed its rules and Noah Shannon is now eligible to play again. So I'm hoping we can either get him back um, within the next couple weeks when we start to get deeper into Big Ten uh, Big Ten conference play. Um, he's going to be able to help out my defense back there with uh, Jay Higgins, um, Sebastian Castro, Xavier Wampa, Cooper DeGene. So it's going to be interesting to watch. Um, Iowa has to make seven games for Brian Ferentz to stay as offensive coordinator. He also has to average 25 points a game. So far, been a little rocky as far as the uh, points count is concerned. But that's neither here nor there. Wisconsin being the nine point favorite, nine and a half point favorite rather, has Tanner Mordecai. Tanner Mordecai transferred from Oklahoma. Deacon Hill transfers from Wisconsin to Iowa. And Graham Mertz transfers from Wisconsin to Florida. So there was kind of like a three-way regional quarterback transfer thing going on. Um, and then not to mention Kate McNamara transferring from Michigan to Iowa as well. So lots of different quarterbacks, lots of different types of quarterbacks transferring in, but if you're Tanner Mordecai, you're building off of what you've done. You have to stay consistent. You cannot let Iowa's defense pressure you. Your O-line has to stay sad if you want to win this game, but being an Iowa fan, I'm already going to say this. Iowa's defense has to step up. They have to get quarterback pressure on Tanner Mordecai. Tanner Mordecai is very mobile. Tanner Mordecai is very accurate when he's mobile. He's a very good quarterback. But at the end of the day, that big old number three, Cooper DeGene, that big old number one, Xavier Wampa, are coming. Those backs are coming. That pressure is going to be there. This game's going to be interesting, folks. I'm excited. Lastly, on the slate for the podcast today, UFC 294 in Yaz Island, October 21st, 2023. Paulo Costa had surgery last month, has to have another surgery for the same injury tomorrow, October 13th. Kamaru Usman steps in for him and will face Chumayev for a middleweight bout. And the biggest headline, Charles Oliveira is out for that lightweight title shot against Makachev. So now we have Alexander Volkanovsky stepping up. So now we have Alexander Volkanovsky versus Makachev, part two, for the lightweight title division uh, belt. And then we have Kamaru Usman and Chumayev 
for a middleweight bout. This card just got a whole lot better. Let me just let me just start with that. This card just got a lot better in about 36 hours or less. I don't know who I'm taking right now for either one because now I have to rework my picks and I'm kind of salty about it. In the same respect though, I'm very excited because this card is going to probably break box office. If you're Volkanovski, you're looking to redeem yourself. If you're Usman, you're looking to get back in the win column and be taken seriously again. Not that he wasn't taken seriously, but he has fallen. So, that's what it's going to be. Like I said, this was a shorter podcast today. Only had a little bit of time to get it done before the Thursday night game. Um, Like I said, I'm taking the Denver Broncos tonight by three. Um, But it's going to be an electric game. I kind of hope it goes into overtime. Not real sure how it's going to happen, but we'll see. Um, Stay tuned for episode four. I'm going to have a special guest on for episode four, and I cannot wait. I have been wanting to have this person on the podcast for a while. Um, I'm not going to say who it is because a lot of people may not know who this person is, but a lot of people in my sports inner circle may know exactly who this is once I air the episode and do the publishing for this coming uh, episode number four. Thank you all for joining me this evening, afternoon, morning, wherever you are on the Mac Truck Podcast. Again, brought to you by Spotify and Spotify Podcasts. Look for episode four dropping next week as well. If you don't already, go ahead and follow me on social media. Go ahead and bang that follow button. Follow the podcast for updated episodes, clips, things like that. Leave me messages. Leave me feedback. I love the feedback that I'm getting. Um, I would love even more. I'm excited that I have this opportunity with you guys. And I am very appreciative that you have taken the time out to listen to my podcast. But for now, if you don't know how to podcast, bang that follow button. Matt Trump out.